0: Hey guys, how are you? I am making this recording because I um, kind of feel led to talk about some things that Capricorns are dealing with being that, you know, it's a part of who I am um, to get a gauge on where we're going. Um, Capricorn was dealing with the first house and identification um last year some of that information from the energy is still coming over into our um orb you know into our aura and i feel that it's important that we are patient with ourselves because when when the sign was in its own house it was working with Scorpio taking down a lot of things that was not conducive to our growth or our productivity and our future goals so it's a time for Capricorns to actually begin to set goals for the future and the goals that's going to matter are going to be goals from the heart because the um, structure that tore down personal paradigms number one had to do with an individual. The individual could go to Deuteronomy, um, the fifth chapter and begin to look at and truly identify with themselves things that may not have been orderly. Um, If you had been in partnerships or work relationships, you wanna be honest with yourself about what was working. And I wanna say faith without works is dead because a lot of people were working jobs or Yeah, just, you know, employment rather than their profession or their mission. And they were doing it for the money. At the end of the day, uh, the 10th house is where Capricorn's domain is. And that is a high place, although it's called the devil. The devil is a significant um, idea there that you have to beat your devil. Um, It's not about the devil outside of you or anyone else. It's about you overcoming yourself. It's much like the crucifixion with Christ. It much is, it really is because it's in the high place, but in order to go higher outside of the wheel up into um, the universe to really begin to apprehend the truths that are available, you're gonna have to transform. Many of the Capricorns have desired for elevation, and a higher lifestyle. Many of them have had the lifestyles I know how I have, but because we um, depending on your sun and your rising, you've had to go back and reduce some things, change some things. You may have had seeming losses as I teach. You know my uh, my classes. Um, I always add in if you lost anything, it was seeming because the idea of a seeming loss is that there's a challenge. You either see that it's a challenge that you can overcome without blaming others if others were a part of it, or you see that you are the resurrection power in your life. Uh, we were on Clubhouse; I, I called it Playhouse, and they were laughing at me. And you know, the word recompense and um, yeah, re- reciprocity came up. And I want to say that I believe that reciprocity is who we are when we realize that we are our own redeemers. That means that you're connecting with your identity and your oneness with God within you through whatever religion and spiritual foundation you've had. So if I sum this up in the first house which is Capricorn's transit last year and the prior year before 2018-19-20, Uh, Capricorn, Saturn was in its own house. And so Saturn was in that place where it was doing away with things. Um, There was a restructuring of our identity. Um, The other thing is, is that Scorpio was there. So it was a harsh transformation, but we had been being prepared because things were being um, seemingly taken away even um, back into uh, 2008 when Uh, Scorpio went into that first house with Capricorn, right? So you had two planets there. One was a transformation planet, which is just simply telling you that I'm going to regenerate some things. That means that I'm not going to uh, tear things down and keep it away from you. I'm going to see how you respond while you are put in a position to rebuild your life or recreate your life Capricorn energy. And as you follow that, because I'm in your first house, Scorpio energy is saying, then what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, connect you with the rewards. Now, Jupiter was there as well. And Jupiter couldn't do a whole lot because it, that energy was under the subjection of Capricorn. The main thing about that first house energy from 2008 to now is to realize and accept That you were under mass reconstruction. You were also under the um, idea of understanding who you truly are for today, not 10 years ago, not three years ago. And so it was an identity check for Capricorns. Um, I do a lot of work with other individuals. Um, Kamoy Knight for Your Inner Voice is um, wonderful at numbers. We all work together in the coaching field. And um, she broke down some numbers to me. This was something that confirmed um, some things to me. So I want you to catch this because what Capricorns need to understand is the part of administration in that 10th house, but in your transit, it's your first house that was being dealt with. Your identity was changing. That means that if your identity changes, even if you don't accept it, you're either going to go through a breakdown mentally physically and spiritually sick in your body something is going to manifest until you accept who you are and go with the flow of the energy you know come out of that control paradigm and thought process that Capricorns generally have and come into the flow that there is a universe that is greater than us, right? And this is me talking from my own experience because I meet no one but me. I'm talking to you all because you and I are one in this energy. I am looking at you and saying, let me just go on and some of the things that I don't hear you know, is our identity has been taken away as it was, and we have become different people. Now, let's step into the shoes, right? Spirituality. The 10th house is at the top of the chart in the wheel. Does that say I'm better than anybody? It does not, but it could say that a lot of us had not stepped into the leadership aspect and energy that we were supposed to. Now we're still working on that. The future. When I bring up uh, Kamoy Knight for your inner voice, um, she did a numbers reading for me, numerology. And she said something that I already knew, but, you know, I needed it to be confirmed because it's like I'm always ahead of time. That means that I feel like sometimes, God, did I make the right move? And then after about two or three years, maybe five to 10, I'm like, I did make the right move. I was there before everything started happening. You know, you got to think about yourself in the future because that's what Capricorns generally are focused on. We do have past, present, and future. But I'm saying that even as the world has changed. Capricorns have been called and mandated from the universe, from the center of God, to begin to look at the future. And that's been going on all your life. It doesn't matter what sun or moon you have, because you were born in the 10th house energy, you have management, supervisory, leadership roles. Now that's across the paradigm, if it's mentally, physically, or spiritually, you have the capabilities. So when the structure of the world begins or it has began to break down, a lot of us are programmed still to believe in that old structure. And then we're fainting when we see that our belief system isn't working. But you were already in a um, paradigm where your first house was being dealt with because you were your son was in your first house telling you all of this stuff is old. All of this stuff is gone. All of this stuff is leaving. It was in your face, in your house, right? This is not to make you get upset or or make you mad. It's to help you identify with who you are, where you're going. Where you're going is into higher places because your first house, where you were born, that's your first house. Where Taurus is, a person is Taurus, that's his first house. It does not mean that because it's transiting, right? Okay, your natal, your natal chart is gonna speak something else. But when you're transiting, what happens is, is that you're improving life day by day. And that means that your sun is moving and where your sun is, that's what you're going to be, all right? Okay, so your first house is Saturn. But even on the natal chart, the first house is Aries, I am. Who am I, right? And that's how you're gonna to have to switch it up. If there's somebody that's Aquarius, like, you know, and they're watching, they're going to be like right now, Saturn is in the first house of their transit and they're going to be going through identity situations. I don't want to say crisis because it's not a crisis, especially when someone can come and give you information and say your identity is being shaped reshape you're growing you're being stretched into higher levels will you accept it now i encourage you whatever sign you are wherever wherever you are your first house is about your i amness no matter if in the natal chart it is in aries so aries was functioning also in saturn's first house and there was some people that were becoming angry because aries energy was there because aries is about identification some aries hadn't found who they are and so they get mad and angry they're frustrated because they don't know what they're doing but identification is what is needed in the first house right And that's according to Capricorn. Because, you know, I'm talking to Capricorns because I'm saying leadership. Come on with it. You know what I'm saying? Leaders for women, leaders for unity, leaders for consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Because we have it. Right. And then the Aquarians, they have the higher octane of, of the universe. They have. Uh, thoughts that are out of this world—they are ahead of themselves. You know, they're speaking information to their self that people don't believe that they're even able to obtain because it's not things that seen before. But when we unlock and un- unblock ourselves, we start to accept one another. But number one, ourselves for who we are. And someone might say, "Well, how do I accept myself for who I am?" When I don't know, you begin to look at and identify something of a positive quality and you work with that daily. And if you feel stuck, then I offer coaching sessions. You know, I'm open for coaching for business and uh, personal development. I'm just finishing up a PTSD class that has attachments to rape, domestic violence and um, accidents because traumas will block us from being our best right so moving on from there um your identity with Capricorn is what you want to focus on you were in the first house the last two to three years you had a lot of seeming losses but as you begin to look at yourself and begin to get into that recreation uh energy you'll begin to take back what belongs to you In the Bible, Jesus talks about reaping and sowing. Saturn's energy is about reaping and sowing. It looks at you in the reaping and sowing of consequences. Did you do good or did you do bad? And that's when I come in with the reciprocity. When you have been attached to someone that seemingly they did you wrong. Did they do you wrong or did you do them wrong by not looking at who they were? They told you, even if it was kind of like a secret, your ability to discern is very keen, Capricorn, especially when you get into the spiritual uh, nature where you're supposed to be. Because you were born with your son in the 10th house at the top where you can, you know, soar to the top. Now, that's not saying other signs can't. I'm just telling you, when you are also in self-identity, contemplation, reflection, you know, evolution of uh, concepts. When you're being pushed into evolution. You're going to have to accept who you are. From the beginning of time, life has set up for this time. Where somebody, everyone's gonna play a part of reshaping the world. Yours is to recognize your identity. That's why the sun sat there for three years with three other planets. Sound like the Trinity to me, right? With three other planets and it said, we're going to uh, give you your new identity and we're going to help you to transform. A lot of people saw it as a painful thing and it was because of the attachments. This time it teaches us how to detach, not to just throw people away, but detach from things that are not healthy for us. Detach from toxic energy, which is what the devil usually clings to, which is a part of Capricorn's energy, because it is, um, an energy that knows how to change its way of life. It knows how to create. So, if you were in an energy and you were doing devilish things and everything was swept away, it's not just consequences, but it could be swept away also because life wants to show you that there's more to you. It's really telling you build a new life, recreate you. Do not go back to the old. Don't go back to the familiar. Find you in the midst of all this rubble and ruin and emerge as the phoenix. Yeah. Emerge. You know? Once you emerge or once you find one thing or even, you know, like I'll tell people, I don't think sometimes we give ourselves enough credit. Other people give us credit because they see the exterior, but they don't see what we go through in our hearts, you know? Or in our minds, we do have the strength to pick ourselves up and keep going. Thank God for that. But it is a God thing. It's a goddess thing. It's your um, foundation, you know, and from your religious foundation, Capricorn people, what you do is you're going to begin to emerge into spirituality because you're all about evolution and growth. You are not about staying in the same place. You can't. Why? Because you are always the structure. Yes, there's some stubborn Capricorn structures that don't want to, you know, change because it's an earth sign. But listen, every time they go out into the fields after a harvest has been, you know, um taken up, they gotta go in with the hoe and till the land, chop it up. That means that you can't stay the way that you were. The land being tilled, even us, means that we have to break up the hardness and go with the flow, because as we go with the flow, what happens is is that the flow comes back to us. There's no resistance, Capricorn people, right? So remember, with Jupiter and um, Scorpio having been there, it was a massive transformation that is bringing massive good into your life. But the good can only come if you adhere to the goodness of the transformation. Yes, it's painful, but the gain is there. There's no pain without gain. The gain is coming through you utilizing every area of your life, even the chopped up soil how you were chopped up but then how you came back together all about recreation all about your self-identity all about you taking power where boundaries had never been set all right so coaching offerings email me at ifwbuilders at gmail.com and you know then i can also tell you about the other young women that i work with and um, we'll go from there. I'm glad that you stopped by and that you listened. I'll probably be on more because I want to talk about relationships in that seventh house. See, we were dealing with first house. And yes, there's Capricorns that went through relationship breakdown, seventh house, but it's a reason. And then the fourth house, all of them are sitting, you know, in the cross. So all of those areas, first, twelfth, and fourth, and seventh had transformation for Capricorns. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. And I have healing for affirmations coming up tomorrow at 8, 830. Blessings.